Welcome to Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus, a salty, slightly cynical account of epilepsy and neurological disorders, the synaptic jolts that short-circuit one's world, and a search for answers in efforts to rewire the mind and create a new life. Oh, and a whole lot of tangents. And now, Seizure Salad, with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah indoors. That's what I'm talking about, honest feedback. To be able to have somebody out there uh, one or two people like that in your life is 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 really really good you know yeah, i i can't as much as i care and love about my family they're just placating me man they're just telling me what i want to hear or something that's going to make me feel better um so I think a big thing big thing there is a lot of the time we hear that and and i, I used to be really mad at like my parents mostly for that um but a lot of the times I, I realize they, they don't know what to do. They right. don't know what to tell you. They're going to try. If they care, they're going to try and try and try. And the hardest part about you having, we have these constant thoughts within ourselves where we're asking ourselves all these questions. And the hardest part about asking a question is, you know, for a fact that you may never get an answer. Um, and that is definitely something that, over time, asking all these questions, asking why, asking who, asking where, and you, the biggest struggle that I found um, was I wasn't just mad because I had epilepsy. I wasn't mad because I was losing friends. I wasn't mad because I couldn't drive. I wasn't mad because I couldn't backpack. I wasn't mad because I was forgetting about schoolwork. I wasn't mad because I was forgetting how to play lacrosse. I was mad because I felt like I had no control. Right. And I, it was like I was driving a car and I had no choice but to take my hands off the wheel and hope that the car would just keep driving the way it was. And that lack of control and that kind of feeling of hopelessness is in a strange way a fuel to a fire. Um, it's that separation between like, I don't have control and I understand that I don't have control. What can I do in my life? That's going to give me satisfaction to not take my mind off of this thought. I have lack of control, but what's going to make me happy and fill that spot in a positive way that is empty with me not having control. Cause there are some things are, are, you know, I, I can do things. I have to exercise. I have to eat healthy. I have to obviously take my medicine and I've had maybe two or three seizures where it makes no sense. I did everything I had to do. I did everything I had to do and, yeah. and it happens. And then you get mad at everything and everyone because everything and everyone and no one understands you and no one gets what you're going through when that's true but that's the good thing about speaking all of us speaking together is because we get it you know and they're they're trying they try to help right they want to help whether they are bullshitting you or whether they're actually caring they want to care but that's why we need these support systems and this isn't something i figured out till my last seizure this entire time, my parents and I had been taking on this weight, you know? 
yeah. um, and our neurologists and stuff. And, and it wasn't until this last time that my parents were, they just kind of came to this realization. And I did too, that like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Why aren't we talking to anyone else? You know, why aren't we, why aren't we in a support group? Why aren't we reaching out to other people? Mm-hmm. And so when, when uh, my dad, cause he's just a social butterfly reached out to, to Mark and just told me who, who Mark was. And it, for me, it was, it was hard for me to go, okay, because I don't open up to like people, <laughs> but I understood like, this isn't just some guy. You know, this isn't, this isn't a therapist, you know, you know, he knows, he knows the, the trials and the strife and the tribulations and, you know, the step-by-step process. And right. that's very, that's become very comforting within these last, these last com- couple of weeks, for sure. That's strides that nice. I've, you know, in these past that I've taken more than in this past 10 years. So that feels that's awesome. definitely that's cool. satisfying. By the way, this is, Sparkling water, not beer. Topo Chico. Yes, sir. <laughs> good man. Good man. Gotta stay hydrated. Yes. Gotta stay hydrated. Gotta stay hydrated. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I uh, I was blessed enough to meet up with Mark through uh, Epilepsy Foundation. So, yeah, yeah. it, it, uh, they, the uh, UC Health put me in touch with the Epilepsy Foundation and, and Epilepsy Foundation put me in touch with Mark. So, I think it was Lee. It was Lee. It was Lee. Before yeah. she left. Yeah. Before she left, which I texted with her the other day and she said she's doing well at her new gig. Yeah. Good. I talked to her. I talked to her yesterday, the day before oh, nice. yesterday. Okay. See, I'll do connect. Oh my gosh. What a sweet, sweet person. Yeah. Oh, I Jeez, know. Louise. I know. Oh my know. goodness. She, Have you uh, connected with Daniel yet? Uh, No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. Um, I'm excited for the two of you to talk. Okay. Yeah. See, you saying that makes me stoked, man. Come on. Come on with all that. Jeez. He's a good guy. There's okay. This is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks. I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the setting sun. Use it as a weapon when it's said and done.